Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we're so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that you're here with us right Today. now. Today. All right, let's start over. We fucked that up again. Did we? Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And oh, that feels better. Doesn't that feel that right? That feels better. There's energy yeah. behind that, which is so good. Thanks for joining us. Uh, before we get started, we want to talk about our sponsor. Oh, oh, oh this this place. This fucking oh, place. This fucking place, guy. Elephant and Castle. Woo-hoo! At 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. That's a new state. That's weird. Illinois. It's a state of being. It is. Uh, where, you know, it's a great place. They have multiple locations, but this one on 185 North Wabash is super awesome. Yeah. We love it so much because they have daily happy hours from 3 to 6 where they have snack and shares, which basically means anything on the menu that's $11 or less is half price. Yeah. Which is awesome. They also have some great drink specials, and they also have awesome daily specials, such as... One and done Mondays. You cannot beat that. Uh, This is also only at this location uh, of Elephant and Castle. It's so cool. They bring in a barrel, a keg Mm. of specialty beer. They have a strongman. Bring it in on his he's back. He's got a handlebar mustache. Yep, he's wearing he's an a onesie. Old, yes, I said old leotard. Yep, he's got it, and he's got because he's safe. He's got a weightlifting belt on. He's just going as he does it. He puts it down. They tap it, and they pour you a pint for a mere three dollars. That's it. Only three hundred dollars. Three hundred pennies. That's it. That's all it takes, and right. they just pour it until it's gone. And every week it rotates, so it's something new every week. So start your Monday out right. Come on down. Get a one and done deal, a pint of beer for three dollars, guys. And it's it's a specialty beer. It's, it's probably stuff. something you haven't tried before. Yeah, it's unique. You're yeah. in the world. It's on, unique like us. On Tuesdays, you got ten up Tuesdays. Justin, what is a ten? It's my favorite kind of foil. Woo! Right, you can't beat it. No, it's the best kind of foil. It's also if a you can have of anything, beer. That's true. <laughs> and a can of beer. I was a, about to get mad there, so right? I thank you for cutting me off. I'm glad I yeah. can cut you off like a terrible co-host. <laughs> but a can of beer is twenty five percent off. On Tuesdays, which is pretty awesome. Yes. You also have Wine Down Wednesdays where glasses of wine are a dollar off and bottles are only half price. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm Look, I know wine. I'm a guy that drinks wine. Mm-hmm. I know it. I know. That's a deal. When something's half off, that's a good that's deal. That's a good deal. You got locals only Thursdays where locals come down to fuck yeah. and uh, drink local beer. It's P in the it's D in the P it's or P in the D. I don't knows? care. I don't even know how yeah. it goes. I don't know how things work. After you drink enough, it's either or. They got great specials on local brews for five dollars and fifty cents each so good and then for the folks who like uh you know not quite breakfast not quite lunch if you can't decide they got brunch here and they also got five dollars mimosas and bloody mary's on those days for the weekend so come on down enjoy it uh we love this place and when you come Mm. in just say hey i listen to mind gap heard you guys have some pretty awesome stuff i want to check that out just say uh doug and justin from mind gap sent you guys exactly yeah and if you come down on thursdays go when do we start fucking Exactly, yeah. because I heard some stories. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, get out the black light. Show me where Doug spelled his name. <laughs> Whoa! On that note, guys, share us around. Uh, take this podcast and share us around and rate us. Whatever you're listening to, 
give it a rating, give it a review, uh, and share it and, and send it around because it means a lot to us for, hey, we appreciate the feedback. Because if there's one thing that I've learned is that feedback can be used to make things better and to get us more money. It's, that's what it's all about. That's absolutely right. Which at the end of the day is the goal, to it's get rich goal. off of podcasting. Exactly. Yes. I mean, everyone's doing it. Right. So everyone's getting rich. You can, exactly. More money, more it's, problems. It's a mo- everyone that's knows what Jesus said. podcasting is the money-making machine, also what Jesus said. Yes. Uh, so seriously, if please. If you want more Bible verses, we will we stay tuned in for next week because we'll have one. It's going to be all hours seriously, worth of Bible uh, verses. Give us a review. Give us a rating uh, and share us around. It would mean the absolute world to us. If you have a friend that you're like, hey, they said something kind of uh, off-brand, off-kilter, interesting, made me upset. Check it out. Maybe you'll have a thought on this. Please do so. We'd very much appreciate that. That being said, for episode 167 of mm. Mind Gap Podcast. God, 167 is a sexy number. Isn't it? Uh, Justin and I talked about a few things. We had some fun. We started out talking about uh, some parenting things I'm doing with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Some approaches I'm taking to her emotionals ways. Emotionals. I think that's what it's called. And we talked about what would happen if zombie apocalypse were to hit Chicago or areas or a natural disaster. What sort of plans would we take? Right. What would we do? What we, we give do? you, we give you sage advice for when that happens. We do, and then lastly, uh, we reply to a fan response, a fan question about if you don't laugh at something, is it still funny? And Justin and I have a very deep philosophical debate about that. It's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> a great thought, and we appreciate the customer, the customer, the Jesus. Customer. Get out of work, Doug. I'm sorry, I'm in it. We appreciate the fan feedback. So if you have any questions or anything like that you want to ask us after you've heard an episode, fire out there. We want to know. We want to see if we can uh, incorporate it back in and get involved with the world. So that being said, thanks for listening, and enjoy episode 167 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Bows. Yeah, it sounded like a toot, but it wasn't. I don't believe it. Natalie does that a lot. Where I'm like, "Did you? No. Did you? Is she into the farting phase right now? Oh, dude, she's been in like doing it since she was born, and they are just. <laughs> yeah, but does she like? Does she know what a fart is? I'm pretty sure. I mean, you know, she'll be like, "I tooted," and I'm like, "Yes, you did. You let out a rip roaring good time out of your anus." She was on my shoulders, and she just farted in the back of my neck. I'm like, well, no big deal. But then I started to smell it, and I was like, oh, God. On the child. back of your neck? I was like, ugh. Was it warm? Of course it was warm. <laughs> and then uh, the other night, like Jill, we had this whole routine where Jill reads her stories before bed, and then I come in, and like I will put her into the crib and stuff like that. And as Jill handed me off, like she just ripped some toots. And then we always like hug and whatever, and, and as we all hugged, we were all like, oh, God. <laughs> Smells so bad. Does she? Does she? Is she aware? Like, does she laugh at them? Like, is she? Does she understand that they're that they're funny? I mean, she'll look at us for a response. Okay, like, that happened. I'm like, yeah, it did. It sure <laughs> did. <laughs> a lot happened. of times she just like rips them and then just keeps on do- doing whatever she's yeah. doing. But like, I'm always Jill and I look at each other like Jesus Christ. Like sometimes they're like five seconds. Yeah, just just ongoing i'm like good lord child i knew a kid i know we feed you a lot of carbs but jesus (laughs) christ 
I knew a kid. Uh, I will refrain from the name in, in case uh, anyone Carl listening. Weathers. Right. Carl Weathers, when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, no, just a younger, younger, uh, younger kid that every time she farted, she would, she would, she knew exactly what it was too. And she would just, <laughs> and it would be like, oh, that's gross. And she would just like, okay, just, I, I don't know how, but locked and loaded every time. Yeah. It was, it was actually kind of impressive yeah she's definitely like whenever i fart she'd be like dad dad too did i'm like you're done right i did done right woo woo yeah it's pretty funny <laughs> she uh she said like something today she's like she listed off a bunch of things like today it was something like um we're gonna eat breakfast and then we're gonna go to the park sound good i was like what did you just you growl off all that you're, like cohesively you're making schedules i'm like okay that's cool you must have heard us say that you know just she picks up you realize how much kids pick up all the time that's the crazy terrifying part terrifying and awesome yeah we know it's At awesome the same but time yeah when she just will say <clears throat> stuff and you're like what <clears throat> that's crazy that you know that i mean i know she's dropped the f-bomb before uh, yeah i has, haven't heard it but you i know. was gonna say has have has she picked up any uh, anything that you wish she hadn't picked Thankfully up? Thankfully not, but Jill always warns me. She goes, you know, out of context, that's going to sound really weird. If you, if you, if you, I can't remember. I've said so many weird things to oh, her. Yeah. She's like, please don't, don't let her get that in her lexicon because we're going to get a call from the school about that sort of stuff. <laughs> she always you, says stuff like, you mama do pushed a- me today. I'm like, oh, did she? She's like, yeah, she wasn't listening. She was being mean. I'm like, mm, I'm going to call bullshit on that Kid, one. you're really starting to paint some stories here. I'm like, mm, yeah. I don't think so. And she's doing the thing now where um, if I tell her no, she comes over to Jill. She did that today. She's like, I want to do this. I was like, no. And she goes over and she goes, mama. And Jill goes, go to dad. Go back over to him. Right. We're not playing this game. <laughs> nope. So we she'll, are, we're a team of solidarity is what we are. <laughs> so she she's figuring out playing you against each other? She's trying it out and yeah. it's not working. Oh, so. that's good. Does that's not good. Work. Yeah. Like we, we even like we've made a, a vow that even if we disagree with each other, like in sort of like the moment, unless it's like, I'm going to beat my child. She's like, yeah, you should do that. I don't think we should do that. She's, she's going to like right. go along with it. Like, so that's interesting. Like, did you get, was it a, a conscious we've decision that you guys have actually like, we talked have about. to try yeah. it. We can't undermine each other. Cause mm-hmm. that's just going to confuse her and give her more leverage in certain situations. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're very much like, she's starting to, she's having a hard time realizing that, even if she asked nicely for something, we still sometimes have to tell her no. Okay. And that's a tough thing for her to understand. Right. Because she's like, I said, please. I use my nice We're like, voice. Thank I you. Use, yeah. But you're not going to have the iPad right now. Right. And then she sort of like escalates the situation. I'm sorry. She swarms the situation. And then at that, that's, that goes out to uh, uh. our boy Bob and other, other cool people in call centers. Um, you know, she essentially escalates the situation. <laughs> and um, at that point, her behavior is far beyond recovery and so we're like you will absolutely not get this now because you can't act like that right she did this morning she had like a total meltdown over using the ipad and i was like no and then she started like spitting yelling Uh and hitting i'm like all right we're at defcon one so i was like go timeout she's like no i don't want to do a timeout and she goes "Ah!" she does when she gets mad she does this really high-pitched angry scream she goes ah and I was just—it's so like I'm like I want to punch you in the face <laughs> when she does Christ. it. And she go. And I was oh like, no 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 yeah. And I was like, fine, come with me. And I pick her up and she slaps me in the chest. I'm like, cool, we're going up to your room. <laughs> that ain't gonna fly. But then I was like, I can't just put her in her bed because I don't want her bed to be a place of like 
punishment. We, right. We don't want to make so, it so like nighttime is now like I'm getting punished. And yeah. Yeah. So I just, I put her in a room. I sat down in the chair and I was like, if you're angry and if you're frustrated, you absolutely can feel that way. But I will under no circumstances let you harm me or yourself. Did you say that to yeah. her? I go, you cannot do that. And if you want to sit up here and be angry, that's fine. Let's feel our feelings and right. we'll talk about it. But I am not going to let you hit me or hit Because guess else. what? You're going to have a lot. You're, you're going to eventually head into your teenage years. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a lot of anger. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of feel. There's going to be a lot of time spent in your room being angry at me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's okay. You're just prep it. Yeah. Prep it. And she's just like, I want to go downstairs. I'm like, all right, but you need to calm down. I'm like taking a Caesar Milan approach to this. I'm like, I need you in a calm, (laughs) submissive state. Because I need you to understand that we're going to calm down before we move on with the next stages. And she would, I'm like, all right. I make a thing now is like, take a deep breath. And she takes a deep breath. And she's like, I want to go see mama. I'm like, okay. But we need to talk first. And she starts going, yeah. I'm like, see, we're not ready to go yet. You were not ready. You're not in the state that I need you to be. I need you to be fully calm. And understand where we are right now, so I can talk to you about what's going on. That's because I'm going to give you, a, I'm going to signpost and tell you step by step what we're going to be doing. That's got to be. I mean, I can't imagine that's an easy thing to go through as a parent either, because you're you're because you're sitting up there with her for you know it could be five minutes, it could be a half hour until mm-hmm. she calms down, and you're really having to commit your time. I mean, obviously. When you have a kid, you're committing your time to your kid. Mm-hmm. That goes without saying. Absolutely. But for you to take out from whatever you're whatever you're doing, and you can't just like tag team out with Jill. Like you're the one who has made the decision to enforce this, so you're really having to sit there and and just wait it out. And, yeah, I haven't tag really team with Jill since our wedding night. Hey, hey, um, I would say the hardest part was the first time that I did that. Yeah, because I didn't know whether or not she was going to calm down. Right. And I was in there like, is this a, an exercise in futility? Will I? Is this my new reality? I was like, <sighs> she's going to scream are, for years. Is she ever going to stop? And I was like, the lot practical Doug's like, she will have to. She will at the very least tire herself out. Sure. And I've had multiple times where I've gone in there and I've been like, I know. I was like, this will stop at some point. Sure. And uh, it's, there, you handle her the same way I run a marathon. Exactly. Like at some by, point, this will end. By mile 19, I'm like, I don't like this right now, but... I'm not going to be running forever. Exactly. Either the race ends or I cross the finish line. Or I die. Somehow I'm getting ushered off this course. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where, you know, like today I was like, whatever. I just said, I go, I will sit in here as long as you need. I don't care. We'll get this figured out. Right. And inevitably she comes down because it's just naturally the things start to come down. Uh the more time that you're yeah. separated from whatever is angering you, the easier it starts My to get. My favorite to calm one down. was the second to last time because she like had a real realization of like she came over and hugged and she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, oh wow. wow. She's like, because I'm always like, my big thing right now is I'm like, you got to be nice. What does that mean to be nice? She's like, we listen, we give high fives. <laughs> she we, truly is being trained to be your child. We give fist bumps. <laughs> like, and when she does that, she gives me a high five, and she we give hugs. It's like yes. I was like, how do we ask her things? We say please. Wow. It's like when we get things, what do we say? We say thank you. I'm like, all right. What's it mean to be mean? We don't listen. We hit, and then she like hit me. I'm like, you don't have to show me what it means to be mean. <laughs> I can, I understand goes, what you're saying. We spit. <laughs> we don't do that. I'm like, yeah, don't, don't do that. Like you know. <laughs> Her intentions love, are good. Like, I know, I'm showing so, you yeah. what I'm not supposed to do. I'm like, yeah, okay, you don't have to. I don't want you to exhibit that. <laughs> but I have. I try to have those conversations oh, where I'm like, funny. let's go over like what what I'm expecting from you and things like that. So part of it is rewarding because 
Um, it's simple enough right now where I understand that she's angry about something and I just kind of have to wait her out. It's going to get more complex very soon. Oh, it very much will, yeah. Where, you know, <laughs> but I'm also hoping that the more that I can talk to her, the yeah. more and the more that she understands, the more I can reason with her. Because I want her to understand that I'm like, look, we can talk through anything you want to talk through. Right. And I'm here to listen to you. I want you to feel... <clears throat> Listen to. I right. want. I want to validate your concerns. Right. I want. I want to show you empathy, and I want you to feel okay. You should be able to express yourself. You should be yeah. able to uh, yeah, yeah speak to things. Yeah, absolutely. And let's yeah. let's let's do this. Let's take some time when we're just talking about stuff. And if you want to be mad and punch a pillow, be mad and punch a pillow. Right. But don't hurt yourself and don't hurt people around you. Right. And those are the things. It's hard because I'll ask her. I go, "Are you mad right now?" She'd be like, "No." I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> I was like, gonna, mental note. Yeah. We need to go back over anger with an <laughs> definitions like, with Natalie. Are you frustrated? <laughs> like just her scream. <laughs> are you mad right now? <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. All right. Cool. Because I'm trying to get her to, to like understand what feelings are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that she, I can decide whether or not she's a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> this is really more for your benefit than I anything. I need to know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Mind. I need to. I need to make sure I've got a good gauge on where my kid falls in the spectrum. Yeah. I feel like that's such an interesting concept because it's such a it's such an ethereal concept. The the concept of what is an emotion, what is good versus what is bad. Because ev- there's there's a general baseline, but for every for every individual, their their definition or or how they how they handle that is is vastly different. Exactly. For, for like how you. You may you may see something you're like that's a that's a bad way to handle it, and I might look at it and go, actually, it's not terrible. Yeah. They could do it worse. It's gray area. Yeah, and I, I just want to. My goal is to create a good human. Yeah, I want her to be a good human, and whatever that means to her, I'm hopefully we can identify and define what that means to a certain extent. But I want that to kind of be the very first step in any decision she makes. Like, is this something a good human would do? Right. And I, I want that thought process to be with her because I want her to be able to contribute to society. Right. I want her to be a valuable asset to this community and everything. I, I just don't want her to go around. You know, kids, are, she's going to make a bad decision at this point in time. But I also want her to be able to do that and then Fuck, think. She's going to make a bad decision at 20. Right. At 30. At 40. She's, it's going to happen. Never stop making bad decisions. And I want her to learn yeah. that to do that and then what to do with that bad decision. How do you learn from it? Right, and right. don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid to fail, but then how do you learn from it at the same time? How right. do you get yourself a situation and be like, I probably shouldn't continue on here. I think I've reached my limit. See you later. Yeah. Like just having those moments. Like I had a moment like that when I was on European term. We had just gotten to, uh, I was 19. We had just gotten to London and we were just that first night kind of looking for some stuff to do, some, some like a cool place to go and hang out. For the out red the light bar. district, let's just say it. No, nah, it wasn't. That was another night. Um, but this first night, you know, we ran into this guy who was like a musician. He's like, "Hey, yeah, I'm playing at this place tonight." He's like, "Follow me." And like, we started going and stuff. And this guy in our group was just talking this guy up, and he's also a little drunk. And this guy was like taking us through some winding streets, and then we started. We went to like this kind of sketchy alleyway thing and these three other girls in my group were like whoa i don't feel comfortable spider sense went off yeah they're like where are we going like what's happening does anyone know how to get back and this guy was just like following this musician we're good guys he said it's cool and they're like i think we're gonna go back i'm like i'm with them like i don't know where the fuck i am Uh right now and this something i felt it too i was like something feels off i feel danger and he was fine everything was cool but it was just like something was like we are wandering in a in a foreign city, yeah, and we don't know where we are with a guy we don't know that we're just gonna be like, hey, 
Can you take us to a cool club? Sure, <laughs> follow me. Right, yeah. What? No. Take us anywhere that you think is fun. Yeah, no, that, and it's so, it's so, it's so important. I think people often ignore that little, that little feeling, that little voice, whatever, however it shows itself to you. Mm-hmm. I think it's real easy to ignore that, but it's, it's frightening how accurate that feeling is. It's terrifying how accurate it is. Because you're just like, and, and God knows what it is, but like, it, like every time you feel that, I would say I, I don't know if that thing has ever let me down. Like I've I've walked away from a situation. I'm like that was the right decision because of what happened after, or just you just you just know you've just that premonition. I definitely listen to that more often than not now. Yeah. than I used to. Like I hear it, I'm like, yeah, I need to trust that. Right. And I just I usually because there's so many times where I haven't trusted it. Because here's the thing, humans don't calculate statistics very well. No. And the idea is like they don't listen to that voice and it works out. They're like, see, it worked out. It's okay. Therefore, the next time I feel that, I should just ignore it. It's like, <laughs> right. even if it's the exact same thing, why? It worked last time, so it'll work again. I'm right. like, that is faulty logic, yeah. man. That's like, that's not 100%. What's well, 100% sex rate, sex rate yeah. and success rate? You did it one out of one times. Right. So that those are bad numbers. Like, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> well, it worked last time. That is, you just say that in court? <laughs> Your Honor. If I may, I'm representing myself. Uh, it worked last time. The voice is like, no, don't represent yourself. Right. Even lawyers don't represent themselves. <laughs> the I got this. Like, Flawless, you're off. I right. let you go. See, I did it. Ha-ha! The voice is like, that doesn't work out that way. Don't do that again. You got lucky. I'm going to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> and then the voice's voice is going, you shouldn't have said anything. It worked. <laughs> what? Don't judge me. You know it was wrong. Like, it's just on and on and on. <laughs> Because because uh, I've had that too where I'm like, well, it worked last time. It's right. like, yeah, but it's still wrong. Don't it's a, do it. It's amazing how, again, the something else that humans do is the it can't happen to me scenario. Oof, that's a dangerous. It is so easy to fall into that. It's such a, a, a smart defense mechanism too because otherwise you'd go insane. Just being like, I've got to be afraid of a scorpion right. showing up in my shoe because I read about it online. Right. I can't think it won't happen. Well, there's no scorpions in Chicago. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. but it's like, I can't fly because X amount of planes crashes have happened. Yeah, but you know how many millions of flights go right. throughout the year? So exactly. it's again, yeah, but it can be dangerous. So it's like, ah. Right. Like for me to live I in I didn't Chicago. lock my doors last night. We right. didn't die. We should just leave them unlocked. It's like, uh, no, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> terrible logic <laughs> absolutely no no i like for me i live in chicago and for me to assume because i've lived here for for about 15 years plus uh for me to and i've never been mugged you know knock wood mm-hmm. i've never been you know shot i've never been injured i've never i've never really had anything too terrible happen to me you know i've i've gotten my apartment broken into right? yeah that was the worst thing and my car stolen that was mm-hmm. the two worst things that happened to me but they're pretty bad too. They're pretty bad, but like you know, I you know everything else all, all said and done, I've had a, a, a really damn good experience in Chicago. Uh, so, f- but for me to assume that because I haven't gotten mugged in fifteen years, it can't happen to me, or I I'm not going to be in a, a bad situation at some point, I find myself like every time I'm like I hear about a shooting or something that happened, I'm like oh, that sucks, you know, and I I have that feeling of yeah yeah, but I've I've never been in that situation, and in an instant. In an instant, that could happen. Yeah. And so, like for me, I, I'm constantly having to remind myself it's a terrible, it's a terrible mindset to be in. With the it can't happen to me. It's so fucking easy to fall into it. it is. And in fairness, in you know, in in the suburbs, it can happen. In rural America, it can like it's not just the city. Like wherever you are, 
most things could happen to you. So like you just you have to have that healthy dose of awareness. Yeah, you know. I would just say obviously when you get more people around each other, the odds increase significantly. Sure. Yeah. You know, in more rural places, it's like it doesn't happen here. It's like there's not as many people, but the crazy factor. Right. Still happens. Crazy, crazy you know? is crazy. That exists no matter where you go. Yeah. yeah. There's a Joe Rogan bit where he talked about you know basically there's always people that ruin groups. <laughs> because he goes, you put 100 people in a room, what are the odds that one of them is an asshole? He goes, <laughs> yeah. 100%. Right, absolutely, yeah. He goes, so you're going to have one of those people ruin it for everybody else. Right. He goes, so you got these... these <laughs> one of those people's probably here tonight. These yeah. outliers who are going to ruin everything, and it's the same thing. Like, our community is great. Yeah, but there's no doubt there's an asshole in your absolutely, community. Absolutely, yeah. A couple of them are in your community who yeah. can stir up shit for everyone else. Right. Like, even though I, I tend to, uh, again, just for... Because I remind myself all the time, it can it can happen to you. I tend to I'll keep my head in a swivel, and I tend to stay in areas that I know to be safer mm-hmm. and that I'm that I'm familiar with. But even in those, you have enough people walking through that area. You got that one outlier, and that area can now all of a sudden become an area that you're not that you're not familiar with. That's so true, and it can be. I'm the same way. Like uh, when the whole um, uh, Jason Van Dyke yeah. uh, verdict <clears throat> was being read, and for the folks that don't know about that, it was. Uh, uh, Young man by the name of Laquan McDonald was shot to death, sixteen with sixteen bullets, right. uh, from and I, I dare I say this douchebag of a cop. Mm, I would uh, say dare say yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, he went to trial, and the verdict was being read a couple weeks ago. And um, forty-five minutes before it was read, my company was like, "Guys, go home." Right. Like everyone, vacate the office, go home because there they was concern. Their bets it was concerned that if yeah. the verdict came back not guilty, there would be riots. And um, everyone pieced out. And I was like, I feel like I was in some movie. Right, Trying yeah. like crazy to get to the train. Almost every office office building and a, a, apartment condo building in the city had some sort of notification that went out. Like, it was, this, it was a citywide uh, awareness. Yeah. Um, and well, the thing was, the city was supposed to give more than an hour's notice. Right. Which was hilarious. Right. Because, uh, you know, during our company meeting... You know, people were like, "Are you guys going to do anything about that?" And they're like, "We can only do as much as the city provides." Right, like the company, us. yeah, the you company, know. the CEO is like, "Hey, look, we we did <laughs> as best we could. The yeah. minute we heard it, which was forty five minutes prior, we were like, all right, go home, quick, yeah, everyone, get out of yeah. here.'" But I felt like as I was going, you know, I was like looking around, and it was so weird because I could tell there were some people that were concerned. There, and then I saw tourists. I was like, these people just don't even bliss, fucking know. Blissfully unaware. Like, I'm waiting for the pink line, and I'm just looking around, and people are just doop doop doop. But then I saw other people on their phones, like watching live as oh, the yeah. was being read. And I was like, I've got to get to Union Station. I'm like, my train's not leaving till two thirty. This thing's supposed to be read at one forty-five. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna be in this station when this happens. Is my train going to leave? Like, I was just, I started freaking the. Fuck I was, out. I was freaking out because I was like, man, like in Jill. Stayed home that day because we talked about it. And it's like, should we both go in? Because we both work in the city. And I was like, why don't you stay home if you can? I was like, I need to go there. It's, you know, and everything like that. And I'm so glad that she did because I'm like, Natalie would have been out of daycare by herself. Yeah. I was like, I had to consider that. And um, it was really, really weird. And just the idea of at any point in time, this could escalate. And to be in a city, this is when I'm like, dude, we will not survive the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> in this if city? We, if we're in Chicago, we are fucked. Just because the amount of people. The amount of people. Yeah. There's no way we're going to get out of there alive. Yeah. Take take stock of that for a second. Ba- okay, let's do this. Based on where you live currently in the city. Right. Zombie apocalypse happens. Where do you go? What do you do? 
So I've thought of, I, I've thought about this because I'm a Walking Dead fan. So I've I've obviously you know with the zombification of of our entertainment realm uh, over the last decade or so, um, <clears throat> I feel like, and I've I've given some thought about just holding up in my building, and just that's it's just, a fair point. And being like, look, like I'm 18 floors up. Uh, it's going to be real hard to for zombies to scale 18 floors, right? And plus there's very solid doors to the stairwell. So I really only have to initially contend with anyone on my floor. Okay. And I know the people on my floor and I'm pretty sure I could take them. And not only that, um, odds are they'd be locked in their, their apartments. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. To to think that they could open up the doors would be pretty unlikely. Right. Exactly. So So I I feel like I'd be pretty good. Now when rations run low, yes, that's the question is what happens next. So where would I go? Um, I mean, initially I'd stay in my in my building, but uh, I, it's a good question. You got question. a jewel right down the street at Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's, Jewel, Mariano's not too, too far. But the problem is, like, just Who else sheer, is going there? Yeah. No, that. I mean, yeah. food's going to spoil at some point in time. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it comes down to, do you go for resources or fortification? Right, exactly. Because where I used to live down the South Loop, like, a while ago, I was in between, basically, Jewel and the police station. I was like, go to the police station. That's not a bad position for to fortification, be in. Yeah, weapons, yeah. like security and stuff like that. But supplies is, is jewel, but jewel is like giant glass windows in the front. Like <laughs> right, yeah. zero fortification, right. but you have supplies. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. eventually those supplies are gonna go bad. Absolutely. Yeah. So and so and then my other thought was, do you get on a boat and go in the lake? But the fear of the the walking dead showed us why that doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? It just doesn't. Oh, okay. I didn't watch season boat two, sink. so yeah. So that's what it is. <laughs> I was like, because you could go and you could like fish. Pirates. Pirates, that's what it is. Lake pirates. Like yes. pi- you don't want look, if there's one thing you don't want to fuck with it's like pirates it happens yeah and um because yeah, i thought if you get on a boat you could go to indiana and zombies just won't go there no look <laughs> most people don't go there. Yeah, exactly so, yeah. there's not much going on over there no absolutely not but if, if a person dies racist do they come back as a racist zombie that's so f- <laughs> that's a question i didn't think i'd have to field today if yeah. a person dies like so you mean like they won't eat a certain type of person maybe maybe you know could is be that possible i would say I would say no. I mean, I that like Key and Peele sketch told us yes. It, it, it did. It told <laughs> us yes. I would like to think that zombies are very accepting. Okay. And that you would not... I think racist zombies would not be a thing you'd have to worry about. <laughs> is that a sentence you thought you'd utter today? That is a sentence. I didn't think it's a sentence I'd I don't think in my racist lifetime. zombies are something I'd have to worry about. Right. You know, but I'm glad I said it. I am. Me too. Cause I'm taking my stand right now. Guys, yeah. if you want to find me on Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L... Hit yeah. me up. Let me know because I'm advocating for zombies. Uh, zombies are inclusive. Yes, they, it's 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 not a. Uh, it's just it's not a faction of individuals that have bigotry in their food hearts. Food is food, right? Yeah, food is food, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I look oftentimes <laughs> think about things like that. Like if things were to go, if things go to shit, you know, being in a city is a horrible place to be. Mm. Just you know. Yeah, I've no, oftentimes a, considered like, what would what would even the would you even bother with your car? No, well the thing is with the hordes that that yeah. would that would rise up. It, 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 well, zombie it, stuff we aside, it, we but, saw you know, it in the in the in the Walking Dead itself yeah. when Rick went to Atlanta yeah. in season one. Yeah. That was a fucking mess. Yeah, and so like from that point forward, they have only been on the outskirts in the country yes. because there's just more space. Yeah. You, you stand a better chance. Yeah, again, rations. Mm-hmm. You got to worry about that, but you just stand a better chance. Sure, and I'm just thinking, you know, um, 
you know, even just zombies aside, any sort of particular disaster, like sure. something like a riot. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you even bother with your car? Oh, no, absolutely not. Because it's just going to be good uh, no. luck, right? You just no. got to get out of the foot? If there's a riot, you in, in, yeah, if there's a riot, it's fortification because yeah. the riot will eventually subside. Yeah. And we don't, I mean, it's zombie, zombies are forever. Yeah, right. You know, that's the New Zales uh, slogan. So zombies are zombies forever. Zombies are forever. Yeah. Uh, but riots eventually will subside. So I think fortification is the name of the game. If a, if, a, if a riot broke out and I was near my home, I would be, lock the doors, I'm not coming out. What about a massive fire or flood? Again, I guess it depends on like how where is it originating and how like how how quickly Let's say the how entire quick city is like just whatever whatever disaster it is the entire city is like you guys are. I mean, if I can get in my the thing it's is with Defcon Sh- shit show is what it is. It's Defcon shit show. The thing is with Chicago, if you, I would say jump in your car and try to get the fuck out of Dodge, but I don't think the, the way gridlock happens in the city. I don't think you you're not getting anywhere. No, nope. you're not getting anywhere. So. Maybe the metro. I think the rail system would be your best bet to get out of the city. It makes you wonder if it even run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because those are the things that stuff yeah, shuts the thing, down. Going west, if you can again, if you can get slightly ahead of it, right when it starts, if you can get to the rails, you're good. Yeah. Um, if you can get on. Yeah. Because it's going to get packed. But I think a car is going to be worthless. Yeah, I think it will just. Yeah, there's just no way you're going to get anywhere. Yeah. So those, which always kind of spooks me a little bit when I think about those sort of disaster scenarios and, and what to do in the event that something like that were to happen. Obviously, yeah. where I live now, I got options. Right. You know, as far as like, it's a lot more spread out. Not as much folks on top of each other, access to multiple interstates yeah. and stuff like that. So again, I would say if that's, if, if a flood happened, if it was a fire, that's one thing. If a flood happened, I would, to get ahead of it, I'd run out to the store, grab as much, as much non-perishables as I could. And then I'd, 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 Lock up because I'm 18 floors up. That'd have to be one fucking hell of a flood. That'd yeah. have to be a biblical flood for that to affect. Oh my building. sure, but you know I'm still I mean? thinking like if it's so much so that like you can't even get out the bottom floors, you're literally stuck there. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You know? So they like like get a, like right when you start to see it coming down, then you you get out get what supplies you can. I'm thinking like some Katrina level shit. Right. You know. I mean that's absolutely because then you're 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 powerless up there. You're so you you would have to. You make do with what you can do, I, yeah. I would say. And th- those that don't have a condo building that they're living in or apartment building, that's that's a whole different story. Yeah. That's a whole different story. Yeah, or some sort of like, you know, earthquake or something that happens and, you know. Yeah, earthquake's you know, a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah, a whole different thing. But that stuff always spooks me because people are like, you know, tornadoes never hit Chicago. I'm like, yeah, but what if it did? Right. Well, I think there <laughs> has been a tornado that's come through Chicago. In the I think his, it doesn't happen often. Uh, let's see. Can you imagine if something like that hit a major city, like a tornado, just like which it has? Right, right. right. Uh, tornado in Chicago. History of tornadoes in the Chicago area. <laughs> tornadoes Encyclopedia of Chicago. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so it's always just. <laughs> Hold on. The way this article starts is poetry. Tornadoes, nature's most evil wind, have been wow. no. Str- <laughs> Most evil wind. Nature's most evil wind. Wait, so we're, we're applying good and evil to different things? What's nature's best wind? <laughs> Gentle spring breeze. What is it? What's the good wind? <laughs> exactly, you know I mean? yeah. Have been no stranger to Chicago area over the last uh, 100 years. The metropolitan area has experienced numerous tornado related deaths. Let's see. That, 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 that. Because what do you consider the metropolitan area? Uh, on a gray and windy day in April of '67, a swarm a swarm of tornadoes were really personifying or uh, giving some 
An army of tornadoes. They gathered outside the city limits. And they demanded... Plotting plotting their next course. They demanded tribute or they would lay waste to the gates of the city. Struck the area, killing 58. Oak Lawn was hit particularly. So we're talking about... yeah, um, The suburbs. uh, Crossing the Dan Ryan Expressway. The tornado then skipped across the south side of the city, crossing the Dan Ryan Expressway at rush hour. Of course it would go at rush hour. And hitting the lakefront near 79th Street. So it did come into the city, mm, but it was 67. I don't know if anything. Um, Will County had a tornado in, 90, in 1990. Lamont was struck in 91. But yeah, I think the only time it looks like it came into the city proper was probably around the 60s. So it's not something we have to deal with, but it, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Is the thing. That's kind of. That'd be pretty wild. To put it lightly, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I don't. What would what would you do if you if like a, if a flood came down in in your uh, in your neck of the woods out in the burbs? Where what would you what would your first course of action be? Oh, I probably because you've been through a tornado before. So I have yeah. also been through the flood of '93 back in Missouri. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It ruined our basement. Did it, it wrecked our house? Yeah, it was really really bad. Uh, we used to have a livable basement, and then it turned into basically a gross. Cavern. My dad used to sleep down there. That's where he had to go. So we go when you snore. It was literally like a cave. It was always cold. And his room was pitch black. There was no natural light that came in. So if you wanted to sleep really well. Right, you went down there. You went down there, but it was like cement floors at that point in time. It was just like, oh, the bathroom down there was just so gross. (laughs) It was so disgusting. It was dad's bathroom. Yeah. That's why. It was dad's bathroom. Yeah. Boy, that was fucking nasty. I remember going down there and napping, and I had never napped so well in my life because it was pitch fucking black. Like, <laughs> you woke up going, I have no idea what time it is. Yeah. I don't know what day it is. Like, this is... It, it's like sit, being in solitary. You, you, I mean, you're sitting there, like, <clears throat> blinking, going, like, I see no light in here at all. That's insane. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Wow. It's pretty nice uh, for sleeping. Um, but, uh, yeah, it wrecked our basement really, really bad. We had a lot of damage. Um, but flood out in my area, I mean... Pfft, I mean, if I was unable to leave, I mean, we'd probably leave. If if, if there was even an, an inst- like if they gave even the hint of evacuation, I'd grab our shit and go. You would, yeah. I would just leave. Yeah. I wouldn't even stay. Where I'm, would you go? Probably to the only good place on earth, and that's probably Missouri, you know? Yeah. Wow. No, I mean, I don't know where the hell I'd go. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, probably as, as, as far away as necessary. Sure, yeah. I'd probably go to... Uh, uh, we'd probably go to Polo. Yeah, it makes sense. Go yeah. With Jill's family. Um, just sort of see what happens there. That would really suck. I, I would hope that my detention pond behind my house would, would absorb most of that water. Work, you know? work for you? There's a reason you bought A lot of that stuff's on, on, a, that, yeah. on a slope, so it's like it a is, lot of that yeah. stuff slopes down. So if, I mean, if it rained that bad, Jesus Christ, we'd all be in trouble. That'd be a lake back there. If that thing filled up, yeah. good Lord. Because I've only seen just a little bit of water yeah. after really heavy rain. So if that thing filled up, that Jesus would be, cause, Christ. Because yeah, that shuts down to that, that pond yeah. way down at the end of the, exactly. the, the thorough. Yeah. yeah, there's this giant detention pond behind my house. Yeah. Like it's, it looks like if you were a kid, it'd be like the best place to play flag football. Oh, my God, that thing. Whenever time we, I come out there to record or just hang out, if I bring mm-hmm. Abby out there, we, yeah. we open up Doug's gate and we we throw the ball through the gate, do the chuck it through the gate, yeah. And she just fucking takes it. She tears. Yeah, she loves it. It'd be so much fun. So I'm like, and that's barely ever had any water. So if that thing fucking filled up, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> if that thing was filling up and overflowing, I'd be like, ah, uh, we've got a we've got a biblical problem on our hands. Here. There's a small part of me that 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 wants to say I'd throw a suit on yeah. and just try to just go swimming in it. <laughs> 
I just feel like yeah, it would be fun. Yeah, all you the condoms right and stuff that yeah. are around. Yeah. You got a, a lot of con- loose condoms out there. Is that I, a problem where you have, live? just have to assume. <laughs> There's that, that area is just riddled with with uh, used condoms. Used condoms. Yeah. Can't You can't throw a stick without hitting a condom, you know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a big problem. Yeah. City council's gotten together. They don't know what it's the like, fuck to do about it. What's with all this sex? I'm glad that it's safe, but come on, guys. We have a very, very low STD rate, but the amount of discarded condoms in our city is disgusting. Reprehensible. Guys, what are we doing? Clean up after yourselves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's receptacles. We put condom bins parents, up for you. Parents, allow them to throw away their condoms. Don't let them do this in shame. <laughs> They're making smart decisions. You know what? Recognize that. Give them a high five. All right? <laughs> What they're being nice. What yes. does nice mean? Yeah. High fives. High fives. Using condoms. You listen. You listen. <laughs> Consent. Right. <laughs> Guys, what are we teaching our kids? Uh, so uh, I'd like to switch gears here just yeah. a little bit because uh, we had a wonderful, um, wonderful fan interaction with us just recently. This on, is why we do recent. the podcast. Exactly. Guys, when we say we want to hear from you, this is what we're talking about. Yes. We so, had really great engagement last week. We did. So, guys, great job. Fucking do it again. Exactly, right? yeah. So, one of our fans, Kara, um, who actually is one of the people who works on uh, Chicago HR. Plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. You guys should check that out. Uh, season finale just dropped last Monday. Ooh, well, ooh. When this airs, the season's over and the blooper reel just dropped. So, ooh, check ooh. that out. But, yeah, anyway. So, Kara, she popped in and said... Um, she also agrees, fuck the commercials that we talked about. She does not like the Special K commercials. Special K, you're losing. Yeah. Uh, also, she, fuck Lexus. I think that's really what she was talking about. Oh, yeah, both of those. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, so she asks, can something, a film, uh, sketch, script, etc., be considered funny if you don't actually laugh at it? Uh, Gavin O'Hurley, who we had on the podcast to talk about the Avengers Infinity War, thinks that if he doesn't laugh at it, it can't be considered funny. So that opened up a little discussion here. So I think I, I had said on here before Doug got angry at me for putting my opinion out there. How dare you? Uh, I said I, I definitely find things funny uh, that, I don't, that I don't laugh out loud at. Um, I, I think, and in the comment I went on to say, there's another level of funny, which is clever. And I put, I th- if something is I find funny, but I don't laugh at it, I, can't, I put it in a category of, that's really clever. Really well written, very smart, very clever. If it's clever, then it's not funny. Why? Because Something can be clever, but it, it can't be funny? Yeah. Oh, I... Why? Well... Are, are you sitting down, Justin? Oh, I... Hold on. There we go. Take a load off. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to start sitting on these right, podcasts. That, that's how you get plantar fasciitis. That's so much nicer. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh. So I, I kind of have to go on the thing that if you don't laugh at something... <laughs> this is totally it. Did it. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, did it fall? You know, right, right, and so I, I think it's one of those things where, if a joke is made and no one laughs, is it a joke? <laughs> is it funny? <laughs> no, it's not. Right, um, but I feel like if, because I think laughter is the the, the true. Oh, I guess then what is laughter too? Because I can smile at a joke and be like, yeah, it's pretty good. Right, but it didn't like tickle me. Right, in the way that I needed it to. I'm like, oh, cool. I think I can appreciate it. And like it, but it may not still be, it may not fall in the funny zone. I don't know if that necessarily con, like I would coincide with the Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Yeah, I, I was would. doing this with my hands. I'm glad you knew. I'm like drawing <laughs> Venn diagrams. And I was like, 
Jason Justin's like boobs. I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't fall within the tits. I don't know what's happening. Um, no, I would say I I, I feel like we can I, hold on. Let me have to figure out exactly which way this goes. But it's one of those things where not everything that's clever is funny. But everything that's funny is it's one of those things. Where <laughs> it's I was that, like, ooh, play this out. I want to hear that it. thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> when people say that thing, it's yeah. that thing. Yeah. No, I think that you know, just because it's clever doesn't mean it's funny. But I would constitute that. I I, I would say that it can be both funny and clever. But if you don't laugh at it, is it funny? Is it funny? Hmm. I'm having a hard time. This is my, is it I'm, a sport? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm I, was, like, I didn't want to say it. I'm like, like, yes, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because the whole point of a joke is to make you laugh, yes? Yes. So if you don't laugh. Or think. Is a joke there necessarily to make you think? It's a think piece. Because I, I would say I don't know if jokes are necessarily there to make you think. I mean, that, I, can't, I think that could be a secondary pr- purpose, but I don't think that's the primary goal. Primary goal of a joke is to make you laugh. To entertain you? I, I still think that's being generous. I think it's kind really the, the core of it is to make you laugh. All right. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like a... Hmm. A good joke can do more than that. I was going to say, I feel like a good joke both makes you laugh and makes you think. Of course. It can or do question. both. Yeah. It can do both. But I've also heard really good dad jokes that don't make me think, that do make me laugh. You know? All right. I've heard really good right. just like, you know, stupid, you know, knock knock jokes that are pretty good, you know, that don't make me think. They just make me laugh. So I would argue that a joke's primary purpose is to make you laugh. Because that's actually yeah, what but a lot everything, of everything that makes you laugh isn't a joke though. That's true. You can laugh at people's misfortune. Right. So, like, something can be just funny. Like, yeah. you know, someone's... But she specifically asked, right? Is that what she, she asked? She said, can something make you... Can something be considered Film, funny? sketch, script be considered funny et cetera, if, you don't et cetera, act, yeah. if you don't actually laugh so at it. So, can something, anything, a joke, a film, a script, it can, uh-huh. can something be considered funny if you don't actually laugh at it? I don't think so. If you go to a comedy film... But there's a lot of times I'll watch a comedy, and if I'm by myself, I don't laugh out loud, but I'm still, like, I find it funny. Or are you just entertained? But what's the difference? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> Doug, if you're going to ask a question, I'm going to need you to give me an answer. Okay. If you have a complaint, I need you to come with a solution. Okay. Let's swarm <laughs> on that. Let's run the train on that, on that escalation. Oh, corporate. Bob, if you're listening, we love you. Yep. Um... So these, are, these are all for you. Because those guys are the same question. Like, Hopefully you, you find these funny, Bob. If you watch a comedy, a comedy movie, isn't the goal to laugh? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Did we just solve yeah. it? Did we solve yes. the equation? <laughs> yes. So it, if yeah. you don't laugh at a comedy film, was it funny? Is there a concept? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is there, what do you think of the concept of laughing on the inside? Can you can you internally? Why are you la- why are you laughing on the inside and not on the outside though? Because <laughs> it wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I but I've had that where I where there's definitely I'll watch something I'm like oh that's funny that's really funny and I but I won't. It doesn't elicit a an audible external <laughs> laugh. The only thing I can think of is that episode of Scrubs 
where uh, JD's dating. Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, she was a pop star that was in there for a couple episodes. And it drove her nuts because whenever she'd watch something, she'd always just go, that's so funny. Right, yes. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Right. He's like, why doesn't she laugh if it's funny? She just says, that's so funny. It drove him nuts to the point where he broke up with her. Right, right. I do remember that episode. I, yeah, it's a fair point. I just... Ugh. I think you can appreciate rough, something man. and be like, I appreciate that, but I didn't find it funny. I feel like you have to laugh in order for something to be considered truly funny. But laugh externally. I think so. See, I disagree. I, I think you can I think there is a con, I think there is a concept of an internal laugh. Like you're laughing inside. I don't think I have to because the the I think laughter is the byproduct of an emotion. It's a, a feeling that you're getting. And I think you can experience that feeling without having physical showing physical signs of that feeling. That I, again, I think it's just a general appreciation of it then. Like, you can watch something and be like, I enjoyed that. Right. But you didn't necessarily find it funny. When you think of the word funny, what comes to mind? Laughing. I answered that for you. You're welcome. I came to your question. I came with the solution to the question. Are you happy? You, you nailed it. You're promoted. Yay! You're promoted. I can't wait to be able to do nothing. I'm going to buy you lunch. <laughs> Woo! You exceeded your job. Hurrah. Um, I, uh, so I can, what about this? Do you, can you feel, can you feel love for someone without saying I love you? I feel like this is not an apples to apples comparison. But it's fruit. It is fruit. But when it, what's, what's the genuine physical reaction to love? Ejaculation. There, I answered your question. So, um, can you love someone without ejaculating, no. Justin? No, no. That's I think a fair we, point. I think we've just determined yes. All right. Cool. Problem solved. Problem solved. There you go. No, I think that's where it gets complicated because love has a lot of different facets and, and aspects. I think funny is is a lot more dumb in a way, <laughs> where it's very much. It's I shouldn't say dumb. It's more simple to me because hmm. I can love someone and also not like them. Do you think there's some there's is there a difference to you between something that's funny and something that's humorous? Oh boy. I don't think so. Okay. It seems like the same thing. Cuz humor is also based humor's a, a fancy way of saying funny. Right. So okay. So could so in with that with that line of reasoning then if you see something that you don't laugh at, can you find it humorous? I think, again, it goes back to I can appreciate that, but I didn't find it funny. Because, again, I think humorous and funny are the same thing. Yeah, I think this is just a point where you and I are going to agree to disagree because I think I, I, I gen genuinely feel that there is a concept of internal laughter. I don't think that – I think I can experience the feeling, the emotion, the same mental space and the same physical uh, – like, like internally that same reaction – without actually making a noise. I feel like that it's not the same thing. Because <laughs> yeah. fundamentally, if I find something funny, even if I'm by myself, I'll be like, ha You know, like, it elicits some sort of thing. I'm like, that's funny. Mm. But if I just watch something, I have no physical reaction to it, and then be like, that was funny. Be like, no, I just don't think, I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. You you taking it to a that's wrong. It's not how God intended it. <laughs> the Lord did not intend us not to laugh when something is funny. Um, 
Again, I think that that borders on like you can appreciate it and be like, I was entertained. I enjoyed that. Did you think it was funny? I didn't laugh. I just, I feel like there's just such a fundamental connection between mm. laughter and whether or not something is funny. And if you don't laugh, you can appreciate it. You can still enjoy it. Yeah. But I don't think you can find it funny. It's a salad. I, I, I know your argument. It's a salad argument. Because I can watch a stand-up special for someone and be like, I appreciate what you're doing. I didn't find it funny. There's been several of those where I'm like, I guess that's just not for me, but I appreciate what they're doing. Okay. I was mildly entertained, but I didn't laugh. Right. So I didn't find it funny. I would never come back and say, I categorize this as funny because I didn't laugh at it. That's a good argument. That's a good argument. I can't argue because, like, there's <clears throat> there's uh, Daniel Sloss. I think it mm-hmm. is. Hey, really likes this guy, and he recommended it to me. And I watched it, and I'm like, I, I like he's he's good. Mm-hmm. I didn't laugh at a lot of his stuff. I laughed at a few jokes, but I didn't laugh at a lot of his stuff. But I'm yeah. like, yeah, he's good. It's not for me, but yeah. like, it, like I I don't really know why, but I was, but I appreciated yeah the way he put a joke together. Like I appreciated the artistry behind it. It's just some of it just missed for me. Exactly. So, like, I guess that's a... Ah, I don't know. I still... I just can't shake that. I feel like there is an... That there's the internal... There's the physiological reaction, and then there's the physical reaction. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those things have to sync up for something to be funny. Interesting. So... All right. Well, we've given our opinion. Yes. Um, we've nailed it, by the way. <laughs> so uh, I would love to hear uh, Kara and Gavin, who sounded off in the comments, I would love to hear you guys uh, have, you know, uh, expound upon your, your, your thoughts and, and, and why's. And then anyone else, like, yes. let us know. Like, if they're, like this, this is a fantastic uh, topic, a point of discussion, because yes. this, is, this is exactly what we like to do on the show yeah so, and what like a this, great and, as soon as and thank you too for putting thank that you, out Kara. as soon as you ask that i'm like we must discuss this absolutely further. yeah so if you guys ever have any questions like that or anything that our our podcast spawns some sort of discussion please bring it back to us because we absolutely want to get in on that yeah uh also i think it's really funny because uh gavin's in film school right now mm-hmm. in london oh nice and so he, his first response was whoa what the hell i'm being bashed online from thousands of miles away does this mean i'm famous now um but yeah i think she asked another uh, she followed up with uh It was is something really funny, funny only because you were on there the inside of making it happen, and or is it funny to outsiders? So you're making a, a web series or a show or something. Is something really funny only because you're on the inside of it? I've had things before where I've I've thought were really really funny, and then when there was a sketch that we that I worked on years ago can't remember what it was but i thought it was really good and then when i let someone read it it, it just it was met with like lukewarm re- and i was like oh, i really thought that was funny you know and people were like oh it's like the writing was really good it was like okay the they're writing's like, really good like that's clever right I, I was entertained by it but i didn't laugh therefore it wasn't funny fuck you doug <laughs> <laughs> fuck you in your mouth <laughs> fuck you where your words come out yeah um yeah, so I, I think I definitely think there is an element where you have an emotional connection, and I think that's a lot of people in in Hollywood believe what they're believe in what they're making. There's a lot of I don't think find me a shitty movie, find me a shitty show. I don't think that at one at some point in time there was everyone working on it went this isn't good. At some <laughs> point in time. 
people believed in it. You know, maybe after it was put together, people were like, well, that didn't turn out like we thought it was going to. But in the moment, that definitely, like, there's nothing out there that at some point people didn't believe in. I think Rampage is probably one of those. That people those believed ones. in? Absolutely, no. yeah. Like, and it's sure a really good like, fucking movie. They were like, how can we get cash in? On this this weird intellectual property because our rights are about to run out. Right. Let's cash in on it now. Let's just tell people let's pay them because this is a payday. Absolutely. We yeah. don't care. We just want to get money for Abs- this property. Absolutely. And then when it came out, they went, guys, we exceeded what we thought we were going to do. We really nailed it. They're like, wait, the one way we can really make this happen is we could give the wolf wings. Of course the wolf flies. <laughs> but I, I really think, like, I mean, pick out a movie that you think, dude, where's my car? Yeah. I'm sure when some, like, I'm sure the people who worked on that were like, man, we had a really good time on this. It was it was a funny script and yada, yada, yada. And when it came out, they were like, uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe not so much. Like, the critics were like, yeah. We Jonah see, Hex. We see what you're doing. Oh, man. Forgot about that yeah, movie. Exactly. Josh, Holy Josh Brolin hopes that you forgot about that one. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because who else was in that one? That Megan uh, Fox. Yeah, Megan yeah. Fox is in that one, too. Yeah. That was a giant dumpster fire. Yeah. That terrified me. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know if that got picked up on the mic, but some, some door just closed in the hallway outside, and both Doug and I physically jumped. The apocalypse happening, dude. We got to get out of here. Can something be scary if you don't jump? Uh... <laughs> Let's put a pin in that <laughs> for another time. Before until we can see what's in the hallway, right? Yeah, because we want to make sure we're not going to die. Yeah, so I think I definitely think that if you work on something, there you absolutely do have a different, uh, or it's possible. It, it's it's definitely possible for you to have a different um, take on the the property, the intellectual property, than someone who didn't work on it. Of course, I think that's absolutely possible. I don't think it's necessary because there are people who work on something and go, this is fantastic, and then it gets put out and people go, that was fantastic. So it's not an exclu- like a mutually exclusive thing. Like Just because you worked on it, you're the only one that finds it funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely think that is something that can happen. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever had something Ooh. that you've worked on? <laughs> about God, slip- I wish this was a visual podcast. About slipped out of the old ah, stool there. My hands so, are super sweaty now. because amazing. I don't know why sweat comes out of your hands. It's like, great. Now I can't grab onto anything. Thank you for that. Let me, let's, let's put a pin in my question. What evolutionary thing was that? Adrenaline. Why do our hands sweat? Adrenaline, what baby. Is that? What did that, at one point in time, did that help us with something? Yes, it helps us stay cool, baby. You know, <laughs> it helps your your palms stay cool when yeah, you're stay cool. when you're in a, in a dire situation. Let's make your palms slick. Yeah, right. Because that's is. Let's say you're grasping on grasping onto something for life and death. I'll tell you what, your body goes. Let me help out. I'm gonna make your palms slick. Let's cool you off there, let's buddy. Cool you off. Yeah, your body's working overtime. Man, your your hands are getting hot because you're clenching so hard. Let me cool that down for you. <laughs> there you go. All better. <laughs> um. Yeah, have you ever worked on something where you, or, or, or written something or done something where you were really into it and then it got met with uh, a response that was less than you assumed? If you'd been to any of my conservatory classes at Second City, every single thing that I wrote, I was like, this is going to be it. And every single one was met with bum, 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 bum. Oh, no. One of my favorite ones was I was trying to add a lot of HR humor into Star Wars. It's having an absolute blast with it. Just <laughs> throwing in all sorts of HR humor. That thing hasn't... I mean, God damn, did that fall flat whenever we tested it. I did get one guy that was like, Ha! He's talking about PTO! Like, I, you know, I got a couple laughs. And to me, I'm like, this is really funny. We're taking the practical and mixing it with the fantastic, you know, worlds. You know, but the whole bit was that uh, this... Uh, <laughs> 
Padawan was teamed up with his master, and his master basically was like not doing much, just taking him on vacation. He's like, sir. He's like, master, we got to be doing this stuff. He's like, I asked for this day off three months ago. I'm taking my time off. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you think it's great being a Jedi? He goes, do you know what it's like when you get hurt? Do you think... He goes, the amount of money we pay into the Jedi Union is terrible for the benefits that we get. <laughs> Have you seen the mechanical arms we get? First of all, you're dealing with a lightsaber, and the odds of getting hurt is so crazy. They won't pay insurance. you got to pay out of pocket for that. I just like, went really, yeah, leaned, yeah. real heavy into that. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I was like just taking just the really mundane and applying it to this fantastical world. It was just like, you know what? You only earn 6.62 hours of PTO, and if you don't use it by the end of the calendar year, you lose it! But you can never take off because we're fighting a goddamn Clone War! See, when you're <laughs> explaining it, it's funny. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm physically reacting to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's funny. Mm-hmm. There you, you go. S- therefore, your conservatory class... Wrong. Yeah, I didn't. They were I, don't, wrong. I don't think it was written very well, and I will take full credit for that. <laughs> um, but you know, trying to get what was up here, yeah, down yeah. there, and you know, the 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 conceit of it, I thought was fine, but yeah, it did not did not play very well. Yeah, at all. <laughs> Most of the stuff that I wrote was like, nah. So I don't know. <laughs> so yes, <That's, laughs> to answer your question, yeah, you have experienced that before. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the worst things. I imagine that's pretty similar to bombing on stage as a stand-up. You're like, here's a joke, and then people are like, <laughs> you're like, cool, thank you, good night. Is it worse to have that or just to have one person go, huh? I don't know. I guess I don't because I couldn't just tell. a single person. Was it, was it sincere or was it just someone like, like this laugh? is awkward, please. Right, I need to make noise because, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can think of a worse scenario to be in. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Tell me. <clears throat> well, Describe it in detail. In detail. In Spanish. And fuego. <laughs> Yo soy. <laughs> ¿Dónde está la biblioteca? I was like, would you just go to Japanese on me? <laughs> no, yo soy. <laughs> no, yo soy. Soy yo. Soy yo. Look that song up, by the way, if you've never heard it. Soy yo. Soy yo. Okay. S-O-Y space Y-O. You're welcome. Okay. Um, no, I would say the, the worst situation, at least for me to be in, would be if I were to enter, let's say, I don't know, um, an arena of sorts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there's a bunch of people there who are, sh- are just cheering uh, for uh, the other person who's also in the arena. Tell me more. With me. And it's a sandy pit. Okay. And it's just sand. Ooh. And this other person is gunning for my life. Okay. They want to kill me. Before you continue, yeah. what are your palms like? Oh, right now? No. Super sweaty. Yeah, it's like in this situation. I mean, they're they're drip. If I were to hold them upside down, that you'd see like little droplets of water. No, if talking. I put them right side up, I could probably drink it. Nice. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Throw <laughs> down. I don't know how we got to that point. It I was, love it. It was so terrible. It's so good. Anyway, in honor of Luke Cage getting canceled. Dun 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 dun. Which bums me out because I, I, I was a fan of season one. I know Quiet. some people were back and forth on it. I, I really liked season one. I'm in the middle of season two right now. Um, and I, again, it took me a couple episodes to get into it, but I feel like it's starting to, it's starting to, I'm starting to catch onto mm-hmm. the story now. And I have read a bunch of people who, uh, read some reviews were like, this is a bummer because season at the end of season two, they felt like some of the critics felt like it was just starting to like really find its legs as a story or where its characters were going. So I'm bummed about that. Uh, Iron Fist also got canceled. Not so bummed about that. Nope. Shouldn't have happened. Nope. Shouldn't have had a season two, if I'm being honest. Yep. But in honor of both of those being canceled, and to put them to bed, we're going to put Iron Fist up against Luke Cage. 
Now here we can go two one of two ways. Go mm. comics mm-hmm. or we go what we've seen in the shows. Uh, because if it's the comics, I feel like Iron Fist Iron Fist I think has a big advantage because he is a badass motherfucker. He is badass. But in the show Yeah, he's pretty bad in the show. Yeah. Um I'd probably give it to Luke Cage if we're talking about the cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, Just because. Um, I mean, here's the thing: he's knocked Luke Cage on his ass, though. He like has. when he when he turned the Iron Fist on, when he glowed his hand up. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, like he he can't do glowing fist all the time. It drains him. It does. Yeah. It drains his chi. So if Luke could somehow either s- somehow if he could shoulder that 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 blow, or if he could avoid it altogether. And just bide his time, just in a, a straight up fist fight, as good as Danny Rand maybe is. Like Luke Cage just, and he's gotten even like season two. We find out he's gotten even stronger mm-hmm. because of the 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 what is it the the hard shell uh, whatever the, the crustacean bath they put him through with uh-huh. the acid or whatever sure. in season one, um, which I still not a hundred percent sure what that was, mm-hmm. but um, the season two that was revealed that he's even. Stronger because he resists a Judas bullet in season mm-hmm. two. So I would say based off that, I don't know if Rand has a, a fucking chance in hell. Yeah, of, of getting through that. Uh, you know, Again, I think the only thing he has is the iron fist. Right. And he can't do that indefinitely. Right. And he has to be able to land that, I think, perfectly. Because right, yeah. otherwise, you know, because we've seen, you know, what was it, a shotgun blast or something like knocked... Knocked him, him out. Knocked him out. And he also got shot with high impact stuff. Can damage it? Can yeah. In, internally, his shoulder got knocked out of place in this episode because yeah. some dude took like a modified, like a very jacked up shotgun. Yeah. Point blank range. Yeah. Blew him out of a window and his shoulder got dislocated. Yeah. But you know he was still able to walk away from it. So that fist, that that ability is very powerful. Right. Right. But that's the only thing Danny has in his arsenal, and he can't like use it repeatedly. That's true. Yeah. Luke Cage has got the he's got uh, the hard hardened everything. Really, and then he's got uh, strength, speed, agility, stamina. Like he's really got. He's, so he's yeah, really. House. I mean, Danny has like anything else. Danny does is going to be ineffective against him. Absolutely. So yeah. because Luke, he's going to get tired out. Exactly. For sure. And then so then you know Luke just has to you know either weather that or land a couple of blows or find a way to incapacitate him. Whether right. incapacitate him or like break an arm or something yeah. or wound him in some way and yeah. he's screwed. So. I, yeah, I mean, we've it. seen him, we've seen him go up against each other in the defenders, yeah. and it was kind of a it was one of those Hulk Thor things where yeah. they both landed their shots, and it really wasn't decided who was the quote unquote winner. But I also don't think they were fighting to the death, either, right? In an so. all out brawl that that was it was game time. I yeah. really feel like Luke Cage is taking it, and I just I think that um, you know Luke Cage is just he's going to he's going to be able to withstand so much more than Danny. If you run enough simula- simulations, Danny will win. Sure. A certain number of times, Absolutely. but I think more often than not, it's going to be Luke Cage. Yeah. Like through and through. I would say, Luke Cage for the win! Bum, 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 bum. Huh? Nice. Yep. Well, that was fun. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Douglas. Um, is there anything you'd like to promote or shout out this week? Yes, I got a couple things. Um, so, Chicago HR, season two, just wrapped up. Um, please check that out on YouTube. You can watch season one and season two out there. Some really cool people made that. I was uh, lucky enough to be a part of it, and um, you know, here's to hoping that we can do more with them because it was such a fun experience. Nice. So uh, definitely check it out. Um, new podcast that uh, I had told you about, Wolverine the Long Night. So Marvel and Stitcher teamed up, and they put out a serial-based podcast. It's very similar to an old-school radio play, uh, and it's, so it's, it's got sound design. It's got really good voice actors. 
Uh, and it's a really cool story. A um, couple deaths happen in Alaska. Some FBI agents go up there. It looks very similar to some wounds and stuff they've seen before. And they find out that Logan is in the area. And so it starts to turn into this, is he the killer? They're hunting him down. They find some other weird shit in the town. Um, but it's called Wolverine, The Long Night. I would definitely, they're half hour episodes and they're coming out weekly uh, as of right now. As of recording this, they have seven out. I think by the time this airs, the eighth will come out. I think they come out every Wednesday. And I don't know how many there are, but I really like it. I'm really, really into it. I just started that today and I've enjoyed it very much so far. I'm on C- uh, episode two. Yeah. And it's very, very enjoyable. Really yeah. well produced and it's very fun. Right. So it keeps like you it. engaged. Like mm-hmm. You're just like, oh man, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. And yeah. it go- the half hour goes by, I yeah. feel like really Real quick. quick. Yeah. But, and the thing that I love about it have you have you been able to like picture it in your oh, head? Oh, hundred percent. And that's the fun thing is like that's I, so magical. I'm about getting it. the movie. I'm getting the TV show. However, I want it. I'm hearing yeah. it, and then I get to just so well acted make it too. Up. Like it's very well done. Yeah, I was Excellently really well su- done. really surprised at how well they did with that. So, yeah. um, and Scott Adsit, a uh, local Chicago uh, guy who was on Thirty Rock. Uh, nice. Yeah, really funny actor. He's been on a bunch of stuff. You would. He's one of those guys you'd know him if you saw him. Sure. Uh, he plays a, a part in there. So nice. Yeah. Um, and then also Big Mouth Season 2. Huh. Uh, I finished it, and my fucking God, did those guys, somehow they outdid Season 1, <laughs> both in quality of content uh-huh. and in uh, grossness. Nice. It was amazing. So please watch Big Mouth yet, Season so I gotta 2. I have to do yeah. that. And that's all I got. Nice. Uh, I've been playing a lot of this uh, old text-based game called Crimson Mud 2. I'm back on, it, back on it again. Gross! So uh, it's only, I think I've only seen two other people playing it right now. Uh, a couple of the old admins have hopped in. So I love if you're interested it. in playing a text-based game that is not very uh, intuitive, but still <laughs> fun for me, check it out. Google Crimson Mud 2 and look for how to possibly connect to the game. I fucking love it. You got to do it through. Uh, it was. It's, it's fun. It's very cool. It was what? It was six years ago, I think you introduced me to it. Like, yeah, I showed it to you, I, and you, you were, like, me, you were like, like, I don't fucking what get this. What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, dude. I've got three avatars right now. Never done that before, so I'm rocking <laughs> <Game> and rolling. <laughs> Woo-woo! Uh, you guys can find MindGap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MindGap Podcast. Justin exists in the digital realm. That's true. Two East Day, or, wow, my God. That's in a second. Oh, no. Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. Check it out on there. I'm uh, transitioning from Facebook to Twitter more and more, so I'm trying to figure out how Twitter works, and uh, I'm succeeding moderately. I don't know. Uh, TwoEastEighth.com slash MindGap and TwoEastEighth.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. It's another podcast to do with Milos every Monday, and uh, while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcast, wherever podcasts are sold. You can subscribe to us, you can review us, you can share us, you can leave a, you can do all the fun things, and that's where you can find us. Um, but please do subscribe to us and, and, and share us around. Um, engagement is key for us, so please hit us up. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week, and remember... Uh, cover your nipples so they don't bleed. Mind Gap Podcast.